0: Hello and welcome into another episode on the Lubumba Pastors blog. I'm Masumba Jonathan. Today's lesson is a rebroadcast from our series on the book of Proverbs. The title of it is The Lord of Hosts and the text to begin is Proverbs chapter 30 from verse 29 to verse 31, which says, three things are stately in their tread, four are stately in their stride the lion, which is mightiest among beasts and does not turn back before any, the strutting rooster, the he-goat, and a king whose army is with him. The things Agur observes in this list are all things that have no fear because they are totally self-confident. They don't think anyone can defeat them. They have such great confidence because they believe themselves to be invincible The reality is, though, each of these things can be defeated, and has been defeated. The rooster's owner may decide to boil it for his supper. The lion might meet a hunter who has a variety of ways to slay the beast, or it might meet another lion which is stronger than he is. Many kings have thought their armies were invincible until the tide of battle shows them otherwise, and they must beg for peace. There is, however one army that is truly unstoppable it is the lord's army a title that is used in many places to describe god in the old testament is the lord of hosts when jesus was arrested in the garden he made this comment to his followers in matthew 26 verse 53 we read do you think that i cannot appeal to my father and he will at once send me more than 12 legions of angels In the book of Revelation, John describes God's angelic hosts like this. In Revelation chapter 5, verse 11, we read, Then I looked, and I heard around the throne, and the living creatures, and the elders, the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads, and thousands of thousands. These terms John uses describe millions of angels. When Elisha was surrounded by the Syrian army, and his servant was afraid, Elisha prayed that his servant's eyes be opened to see those who were fighting for them on their side. In Second Kings 6, verse 17, we read, Then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. The Bible tells us God's armies extend beyond just the angelic hosts to the kingdom of man. David said this when he fought against the giant Goliath. In 1 Samuel 17, verse 45, we read, Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. We see here that David asserts it is not only the angels who march in the ranks of God's army, but also his human followers. At the end of the age, the Bible promises that Jesus will return, and this is the way his battle train is described. In Revelation 19, from verse 11 to verse 16, we read, Then I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. The one sitting on it is called Faithful and True From his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. He will tread the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God the Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. This is the army that won't turn back from anyone. In the book of Jude, we see this predicted as well. In verse 14 and 15 of Jude, it says, It was also about these that Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of all their deeds of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way and of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Our God is the Lord of hosts. He is the creator of all and the sustainer of all. He is beginning and the end. The universe is upheld by the word of his power. In him we move and have our being. When we gather all these statements of scripture, these other words should resonate deeply with us, this reality that is so true but often forgotten. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 6 says, So we can confidently say, The Lord is my helper, I will not fear. What can man do to me? And Romans chapter 8, verse 31 says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? We follow the Lord of hosts. He will never allow us to be tempted beyond what we are able. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He he will never call us to do something that he himself has not already done. Forever his word is fixed in heaven. He will not change his mind. He will complete the good work he began in each of us. He will sustain us guiltless to the end. Who is sufficient for these things? It is Jesus Christ, our Savior and our God. The Lord of hosts is his name. He is the one we should fear. Remember in one place he tells us that we are not to fear man who only has power to kill the body but rather we are to fear him who has authority and power after killing the body to throw both body and soul in hell. Jesus warns that we should fear him. Is God for you today? Do you know that he is on your side because you have received the free gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord? Has your former judge now become your advocate because you've been born again of his spirit, and his spirit testifies within you that you belong to God. God bless you all.